Welcome to the We Serve podcast of Government Policy, Real Estate, and You. I'm Liz Reckia, Government Affairs Director of the West Valley, Pinal, and Douglas Chapters of the We Serve Association of Realtors. And this is your quick update for today. On April 10th, Matt Ortega and I held an online update on the then new government programs contained in the Phase 2 and Phase 3 coronavirus federal legislation. April 10th was the first day independent contractors and self-employed could apply for the PPP or Paycheck Protection Program loans. Unfortunately, we came to find out the funds in that program were already depleted. And even though there was a unanimous consent item to increase the program funding from $350 billion to $600 billion, some legislators in the House of Representatives were unable to agree to the standalone increase amount. So, by April 16th, the program was depleted of all funds. On that same day, WeServe sent a letter to Representative Lesko outlining member experiences with the PPP loan, the EIDL loan, the $10,000 loan advance on EIDL loans, and the unemployment insurance program. Representative Lesko's office had requested we update her on member experiences a week prior, and at the April 10th GAD update, we asked members to contact us about their experiences. I want to thank members who sent in their experiences and members who participated in our March 27th member survey on the effects of coronavirus on their business. Without your input, it would not have been possible to provide Representative Lesko information on the true impacts of government actions. You can find our letter to Representative Lesko at www.weservegad.org. Click on Coronavirus. Within less than an hour of sending the email letter, Representative Lesko's office notified me that our information was very important and helpful to her in her Washington, D.C. discussions. Please keep sending me your experiences. We are using your experiences as part of the We Serve Local Advocacy to Government and Other Small Business Associations. As of the time of this podcast recording, here is the update on the three government programs. PPP, also known as the Paycheck Protection Program. Originally envisioned as a tool for small business, self-employed, and independent contractors to preserve payroll and pay themselves, this program started out with $350 billion and two start dates. April 3rd was for small business applicants. April 10th was for self-employed and independent contractors. April 3rd had a rocky start as the SBA and Treasury did not provide guidance to lenders until a few hours before the program start. Add to that that they changed the program from the 10-year up to 4% interest forgivable loan program set in legislation to a 2-year 1% interest program, making it difficult for lenders to make the loans and break even. To start with, only Bank of America was lending and only to customers with credit relationships. They weren't even lending to customers with checking and savings relationships. Within a few hours, they officially changed the debt requirement, but I was still seeing customer complaints about denials due to no debt relationship for a couple of days. Wells Fargo entered the market, then left the market, then entered, and then left. All within five days. In the end, fewer small lenders like community banks and credit unions entered the market and a reduced number of larger lenders entered with strict customer relationship priorities. By the time April 10th rolled around, my best advice was to call your lender, ask if they were lending in the PPP program, and if not, 
ask if they knew who was because the SBA lender portal was not as current as members needed. Idle Loan and Idle Loan Advance The Idle Loan was designed to help with business hard costs such as rent, mortgage, utilities, some taxes, accounts payable, and other items. As part of the CARES Act legislation, a $10,000 forgivable loan advance or grant was installed. Originally, as designed in law, the $10,000 could only be accessed by applying for an idle loan with the promise that a local lender would be able to review and approve the business, self-employed person or independent contractor within three days. They would be able to release the funds and even if the applicant did not qualify for the low interest idle loan, the $10,000 did not need to be paid back as long as it was used according to program requirements. By April 13th, the SBA had unilaterally changed the underlying criteria from based on hard cost to based on $1,000 per employee. Obviously, that is a drastic change and renders the program unusable for a large number of small business, self-employed, and independent contractors since hard costs such as rent have nothing to do with the number of employees. Unemployment Insurance At the time of our GAD update on April 10th, the number one question was, how do I apply for unemployment? Already, members who had applied had received denial notices. The problem was, unemployment insurance for W-2 employees is a state-run, long-established process and system. For the first time ever, it was being extended to self-employed, independent contractors, and small business owners. The new Employer Business Owner IC program is a federal program requiring federal guidance to the state. The state of Arizona is requesting guidance from the SBA and Treasury on the program setup and processes, and the federal government seems to feel they provided enough guidance on April 5th. On April 15th, Arizona Realtors Government Affairs Director Matthew Contarelli was updated by the Arizona Department of Economic Security, also known as DES, and told it would be a handful of weeks before the program would be up and running. As a note, Representative Lesko's office is attempting to aid in the communications between DES and the federal government. At this point, the unemployment program does not have a process, so when you apply, you will receive a denial. However, DES is encouraging you to apply weekly, so that when the program is funded up and running, you will have a better chance of being in the queue. At this point, the unemployment program does not have a process, so when you apply, you will receive a denial. However, DES is encouraging you to apply weekly so that when the program is funded and up and running, you will have a better chance of being in the queue. As for the PPP loan program and the EIDL loan program, they are both awaiting additional funding from Congress. The SBA is encouraging small business, independent contractors, and self-employed to apply for the programs and provide the lender documentation so that when the funds are provided, your application can be processed quickly. The Arizona Chamber of Commerce, in conjunction with the ASBA, Arizona Small Business Association, provide a very helpful set of video webinars and access to lenders participating in these programs. You can access the CARES Act Readiness Program for Small Business at www.weservegad.org. You can read more updates on these and other programs at www.weservegad.org. Click on Coronavirus. 
our association. With the social distancing and drastic changes to our lives and businesses, some members are unsure what our association resources and services are. I was able to catch up with WeServe CEO Roger Nelson last week, and he provided us with a quick overview and reminder of all the services WeServe still provides to members. So Roger, tell us, how you doing? Liz, thanks for having me. I'm doing fantastic. Um, This has been a a challenging time, of course, but um, all in all, things are going pretty well. So we're in that first year of our merger. Tell us about how that's going and give us a quick overview of our association. Wonderful. Well, as you may or may not know, a couple years ago, we started this process with a merger with the Southeast chapter or the Southeast Valley at the time, Association of Realtors, pulled that through. And the merger happened about, I'd say, December 1st. That, that happened right during the due season, which is, if you've been in association world, that's the busiest time. Uh, we went through that just fine. And then, of course, coronavirus came and hit us. So all of those things pulled together. But all in all, we've made huge strides done a lot of really neat things that I know we're going to talk about. But it's, it's going very, very well. Uh, the association has went from when I started 17 years ago, 2,000 members, now we have 24,000 total members, uh, fifth largest in the country, a larger than 25 states. So we are in the bottom half, if we were a state, of the largest states in the land. Uh, got great programs, great services, building what I believe will be the model of associations in the future. So, yeah. So since you mentioned services, let's talk about how can members access those services during this time of the coronavirus shutdown? The resources, how can they access those? How can they talk to staff members if they have questions? Is the store still open? Yeah. Well, we're not closed. Uh, much is, uh, realtor was, uh, real estate was one of the items that the governor chose as essential. And in order to service the needs of our realtors and the people out selling real estate, we stayed open to do that. Now, it's a little different in that we have, uh, by appointment only, we're trying to protect our members and protect our staff. So you could, of course, call in and, and make an appointment and we'd get into the store. Oh, it's kind of, there was a lot of things that I was working on internally to, to move the ball forward faster. Well, that's happened because of COVID-19. So things like an online store we're working on, online education, which we'll talk about, all those things kind of moved to the front, which we were going to, slowly incorporate into what we're doing but yeah you can still get hold of somebody uh, from eight to five and even a lot of times after that by telephone um, you can call the 800 number which is 1-800-931-9294 you can get hold of and that's going to get hold of anybody within our association uh, you can also go to our website which is weserve.realtor the also if you're on that weserve.realtor site you can chat with a member of our staff who's available all the time to do those sort of things. So there is a myriad of opportunities and you got email addresses and all that stuff. We really are in business. The only thing that is not happening is a lot of our live events, live classes, live programs. Those aren't happening, but we've pulled everything for the most part online and, and made, made the adjustments that all of us are having to make. So it's really easy to access those services. And since you mentioned the online CE, let's talk about online CE, where members can find that. And then we also have something new, which is the live Zoom CE. So talk to us about that as well. Well, let's start first with, we almost immediately upon the COVID-19 efforts, immediately made an effort to go out and talk to real estate companies that had online classes, 
say, what could we do to partner with you to put these online classes on for our members? And we're very, very fortunate with some of the relationships we had. And the first one was CE Shop, who immediately gave us a class for free, which you could still get. You go to weserve.realtor and find information about that. Of course, call our staff. Then we partnered with the Dodd School of Real Estate, which gave all the CE credits that you need in order to renew your license. So that is another thing that is of no charge to a WeServe member, which I was very, very proud of our staff for being able to pull that together. Then we had a few calls from our brokers saying, well, what about us? Because we have to take the broker management classes. And I said, let's see what we can do. And within a week, we had that fixed, which was uh, giving the option for our WeServe uh, members to that are brokers to take broker classes. So went really fast on that. Now the governor has, or the uh, commissioner has changed some of the rules in allowing for Zoom interactive classes, which was all brand new to us. We, we've been talking about it for a long time, but it's one of the good things that happened out of this COVID-19. It, again, it moved us forward rapidly. So we're putting on a lot of those as well, and we're, and we're partnering with different educators that are doing that as well. We also have a lot of webinars from just industry experts that have expertise in uh, different areas of real estate who are putting on those classes. You can find about all these. You just go to weserve.realtor, go to events and education, and there is just a plethora of additional things going on from an education standpoint that not only are we putting on right now, but we're continuing to add in the future. So if we know a new licensee or a licensee who's license is now being reactivated, they've decided to get back in the business. Can they still join WeServe during this time period? Is our membership office open to them? It is, absolutely. Well, you can do it a couple of ways. Number one, and this is the way that we recommend, go online. You can find our application there and fill that out and fill that in. Or you can just call and talk to one of our member services team who will help you through the process. We want to make it as easy as possible. Um, for those sort of pro products and services, we really want to keep you out of the office because we want you to stay healthy, but we want to get you started selling real estate and getting involved in the real estate process. I think now is probably a great time to get involved because you have time to learn. Instead of going out and just trying to you know, hit door after door, knock on doors, you can't do that right now. So you have the chance to learn and, and get some skills that a lot of members, when they first started, didn't get a chance to do. So yeah. Absolutely. Please just give us a call or uh, get online, get onto the website and you can find more information. So we serve has always had events, large and small. Do we still have events? And if we do, where can people find information about those events? We are still putting on events. They're different in nature. And a lot of our events that we were very, very proud of got postponed. I want to say canceled because we don't want to cancel. We, we want to keep as few of the events canceled, just postponed until a, a time where we can meet again. But we still put on a lot of events. Um, on Friday, we had a wonderful Government Affairs event talking about this, the services that are available through the state, through the national, through the local association, what the government is doing as it relates to that, sometimes uh, helping with some frustration, sometimes tell them, well, that's the, you're, you're going to be frustrated. But yeah, we're consistently, constantly putting on trying to put on more and more events. We had Donuts with Dina, who is Dina Greenewalt, who is our president. We had that on Tuesday. Had a large crowd join her for that. She gave an update on the association. 
trying to do more and more. I think we're doing virtual happy hours for those that like that sort of thing. Uh, we're trying to do a virtual blood drive. Uh, we're doing virtual everything virtual right now that we can until we're able to get back to meeting face to face and doing the things that we we like we really would like to do. So eventually we're going to be opening up our doors again. How will you know when it's time to open our doors and where will members find that information? Well, I don't, I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV and I'm also not a lawyer and I don't play one on TV. So I take the advice of the folks that are, that good, bad, or indifferent, we've put in the position to help us make those decisions. In Arizona, that happens to be the governor. As long as the governor says, do this, we're going to do it. So we didn't close our doors. We were one of the last places to close our doors from an association standpoint throughout the state. I believe we were probably the last one. And the reason we did it is because the governor, the governor didn't tell us to. I, again, I'm not a doctor. I'll wait until the governor, and when the governor says, let's get back to business, we're going to get back to business. Now, we're going to take some precautions. A lot of our big events, we're not going to immediately start having big events where we have three, 400 people in the room. We're not going to do that. But we are going to start with some smaller events, uh, maybe smaller classes. Just get back into the rhythm of running the association the way that it was ran before. And at the same time, utilizing the things that we've learned and the skills that we've learned in the, the opportunities that have presented themselves through this, we're going to move those continue to do those forward much as when I thought when we started in zoom was I thought this is going to be the death of me because I do 40 of those a day I've come to like them I'm not on the road as much it's so there are some things I think we're going to continue to do moving forward that we've learned from this and I'll listen to the governor and I'll listen to the doctors and I'll listen to the people that uh, are paid the big bucks to figure this out for us and I'll take their advice and go from there so when you do decide it's time to open, then people can find that information where? We're going to communicate it. For those of you that are members, keep checking your email because we communicate a lot via email. We also communicate on all the social media platforms. The association does. I do not. I'm not a social media guy, but our association does. They're on all of them. We, you also will can always go to the website. We have a, That's one thing I didn't mention. We have a COVID-19 page on the website that gives just tons of information about uh, what, again, what NAR, AAR, the, the local associations are doing, some resources that people can go through to take advantage of or that can help them in, in their time of need. We also have information if you are doing okay and want to help in the community. We have information on that. If this is okay, Liz, there's one other thing that I'd like to mention. For those members who are going through a tough time because of COVID-19 as well, we have the Critical Needs Foundation where people can apply. You know, if you if you have a family member that's dealing with this and you don't have the money to help deal with that, we have some support services from the association standpoint we'd like our members to take advantage of. So if somebody's having a, a catastrophic event that's not their fault, you can apply. There's more information at WeServe.Realtor about that uh, as well. So, yeah. Thank you for reminding us of that. So before we go, what else would you like people to know about the association? Um, most important is, is we are here for the members. We exist because of the members. And I always try to say, we try to create an oasis. So now it's, not a, it's now a virtual oasis. When you reach out to us, we want you to feel like this is a 
a comfortable place that we're here to help. We, we're water in the desert is what I'd like us to be. Uh, you get a, a nice drink of water when you talk to the association. So when you're having problems, when you're having issues, when you're having challenges, if there's some way that we can help in the community, I want you to reach out to the association. We've got our government affairs directors, you and Matt Ortega in the East Valley who are really engaged with what's going on in the community. They can help from that standpoint and can provide a lot of insight. Uh, our education staff can help you get through what you need to. We've got professional standards. We've got lots of stuff that can help folks through this tough time. That's what the association's here to do. Take advantage of it. Uh, utilize us. Don't don't be afraid. We're here to to help. And if we don't know you're having challenges, it's hard for us to fix it. So please don't hesitate to give us a call. Talk to us. Uh, we're here to, we're your association. Thank you. I want to thank you for taking time today to talk with us. And I appreciate all your comments. Thank you. GAD updates. For review of the items discussed on our April 10th GAD update, go to www.weservegad.org. Click on Coronavirus. West Valley Government Affairs Advisory Council. April 30th will be our next Government Affairs Advisory Council meeting. This time, instead of your usual hybrid live and live streamed event, it will be a 100% live Zoom event. All members, regardless of chapter, are invited to attend. Our program will start with an update on the State of Arizona programs and legislation you need to know about by Matthew Contarelli from Arizona Realtors. Next, we will have several cities briefly zoom in to provide quick 15-minute economic development updates. Currently, Avondale, Glendale, and Casa Grande are confirmed. The information these cities provide will be helpful as you work with the cities you do business in. Next, Representative Lesko will zoom in to provide us an update on Washington, D.C. programs and what Congress is doing to help business through the coronavirus economic crisis. We will complete our event with a member-driven issues forum. Tell us what you are experiencing. How can we serve help? You can register for this event at www.weservegad.org or at weserve.realtor. Cap to tap. Our update on water in Arizona is scheduled as a live event with live stream to remote members on June 17, 2020. Here at the Peoria chapter. Please check weserve.realtor, association emails, and www.weservegad.org to find out if this will be a live event or a 100% live stream event. 2020 Canada Interviews The West Valley Chapter and the Pinal Chapters are still looking for members willing to give one day to interview candidates running for office. If you are a member of WeServe, affiliate or realtor, and a member of the West Valley Chapter or the Pinal Chapter, and you wish to be part of the Canada Interview Workgroup, please email me for more information. I'm Liz Recchia. Thanks for joining me today. Stay healthy, work smart, and remember, you can hear this podcast on the C-Suite Radio Network, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or here at www.weservegad.org. Don't forget to check the weserve.realtor website for the new telehealth access benefit, online and live Zoom CE classes, and for a compendium of coronavirus updates. We serve GAD, advocating for private property rights, the right to private contract, and your business.
podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.